In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. You're very welcome to the Brendan Option, coming to you courtesy of Immaculata Productions. I'm Father Brendan Kilcoyne. If you like our work, would you hit the subscribe button? Uh, send us a few quid if you can via Patreon or PayPal. Keep us in your prayers and keep the comments coming. I remember as a young fella, and uh, probably an innocent young fella, might have been about 15, 14 or 15, it was the 70s, so I was probably a bit more innocent than a 15-year-old would be now. Hadn't really much experience of of mixing with girls or anything. I was at an all-boys school and all the rest. And I was with one or two friends and I, we ran into a few, a few girls, nice girls. And we started chatting and the girls asked us where we were from. And in a trice, I remember one of my friends gave the name of a town somewhere in the north of the province. Not where we were from. And I registered that. I never forgot that. Now you're going to say, did that frighten you into the priesthood? No, it didn't frighten me. It depressed me. Why the hell would a young fella, with his whole life ahead of him, who should be full of joy and kindness and love, say to a lovely girl who asked his name and where he was from, why would he give her a wrong time? So I just want to say a few words about sexual politics. I think, I may be wrong, that a lot of people nowadays are far too cute for their own good. And no, Americans who are listening, I don't mean good looking. Okay, I'm not condemning good looks. They're far too cute in the Irish sense for their own good. Cute in Hiberno-English means um, cunning. What the Italians call furbo, or actually in Gaelic is called glick. Cunning has no place between a man and a woman. Now, I, I want to say that again. I'm going to say that again because I don't want to hear any crap from you about how, oh, well, a celibate would look at it like that and you have no sense of nuance between men and women. Oh, we, well, we have plenty of nuance in the divorce courts, don't we? We have any amount of nuance in the abortion hospitals. Don't you give me your nuance, you chancer. I'm not aware of a single reputable breed that likes to hide in long grass and shadows. This business of the sexual politics that goes on between men and women, insofar as it's a ritual courtship, sure. But beyond that, it can be absolutely disastrous. I mean, we were told for years, oh no, we're, thank God people aren't marrying so young. Now they're marrying much older. I don't notice, I'm not aware that that has had any effect on the longevity of, of marriages. And I've heard it very credibly surmised that actually what can happen is that by his early 30s, the man isn't just ready to settle down. He's also exhausted of the trickery he's been at. And he, he, has, he has a head full of useless psychological accomplishments 
designed at manipulation and control of women. And if you think that I'm taking the women's side against the men, hold on. Let me show you the guns go 360. And I know the women were kept down in the past, okay? Right, I, I'm not getting into that or arguing with it. I'm just saying to you, you know, sometimes in a situation like that, people acquire accomplishments that are quite useless when those circumstances are changed, but they stay on like an appendix in the body, which does nothing but can kill you. And so you have people three generations out of the peasantry who still have all the cuteness of peasants because a peasant cannot afford to be cheated and must be an outstanding judge of character and must be extremely cute. You have women who are independent and strong and yet have this inherited feral tendency to be devious and manipulative sometimes in dealing with men. I'm telling you now, I'm speaking as a priest, and you can tell me I don't know what I'm talking about. You can tell me what, what you like. Let the thing stand on its own merit or fall on lack of it. I'm telling you now that most of that is, is next to useless in terms of forging a, a holy matrimony, a long-term relationship that is valid before God. And some of it is actually deadly, pernicious, poisonous and evil. Let your words be yea or nay, for whatever is not of these comes of evil. If a man and a woman wish to pledge their troth, as they used to say, if they wish to pledge each other, pledge themselves to each other for life, that can only be done on the basis of truth and trust, well-founded trust and understanding. Those are the skills you must be practising. Not skills at, 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 at somehow placating each other and mollifying each other. And, and, and that slips into lying and before you know it, contempt. And really what's happened is that one partner is holding the other in a form of emotional palliative care. So I'm making an argument here for marriages that are, that are uh, feisty and vital and alive, that are reeking of, of male and female, that are, that, that, that are soaked in authenticity and truth. Let iron sharpeneth iron. And let men and women stand and face each other. And if one wants to know where the other is from, so to speak, they should be told in an instant. And I mean, that's a metaphor for a whole load of stuff. I'm absolutely making a plea here for the abandonment of the Byzantine politics that often goes on between the sexes, this endless brooding and 
festering and 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 drooling over past betrayals and 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 knifing each other on social media and not even knifing to the front but let me stabs in the back get rid of it let it all be out let people speak their mind and speak what's on their mind and leave it there and if something has to be held back let it be held back out of tact born of love and consideration and if it is held back then it must be never used never used that is how love operates and not just simply laid aside carefully oiled and wrapped just in case it needs to be inserted between the third and fourth rib at some at some strategic point later in a row so you're confirmed in your view. Priests know nothing about relationships. Fair enough, my friend. You may find judges know even less. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. <laughs>